And you see that on the posts on the tonal community is, you know, I can't wait for my tonal to come. I need, I want to lose 60 pounds and people have done it and they admire the heck out of that. But typically a person is not going to lose a ton of weight just by exclusively changing one part of their life. They can work out really aggressively or they can be strapped themselves to the Peloton or do whatever. But unless they change their eating habits and they change their activity level, you probably aren't going to get to that. It has to be a complete lifestyle readjustment. And buying a tonal and just working out will certainly make you stronger, healthier, and happier, but you're probably not going to lose 60 pounds. There are exceptions. Welcome to the Superset Podcast, episode 30. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hello. Hi. Hi. I, we, I just got done doing my tonal. <laughs> so if I, if I sound winded or if I look peaked. That's that, why? That's why. I don't want people to be concerned. Yeah. They're <laughs> concerned, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. People are always concerned. They're like, Tom looks like he's about to pass out. Why is he so red? <laughs> Did Crystal tell him a dirty joke right before it started? <laughs> It'd have to be really dirty to make me blush. That's so true. Yeah. So what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? Well, we're going to talk all about these brand new coaches at Tonal. And there's some new news that dropped today that we're going to discuss. Plus, there's tons of new content we got to talk through. And also, we have an amazing interview with Joe Wetterhan. So we have a lot going on in this episode. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and rate, review, and subscribe. And you can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash supersetpodcast. While you're there, like the page and join the group. And while you're on a social media platform, that's the easiest thing you can do to help the show is just share it on your Facebook feed or what have you. Yeah. If you like Tonal, you probably have friends that have a Tonal. They might enjoy the show as well. So you can also, if you want to watch these episodes, find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash the clip out, which is the name of our other podcast, but everything lives on one YouTube channel. And uh, you can watch these shows in their entirety if you want to see us talk to the guests and whatnot. So there's all that. Let's uh, Let's dig in, shall we? We shall. New instructors. So we have four new coaches. We do. Four of them. It's going to be Brendan Ahan Bedejo, Nikki Metzger, Kendall Wood, and Trace Gatsis. And hopefully I did not butcher their names too badly. Um, um, no, I'm pretty sure it's, it's Brendan. Yeah, thanks. So Brendan is a former professional football player. He describes his coaching style as drill sergeant. Now, I know that can have a little bit of a negative connotation, but I see that as like a Coach Jackson. So... That actually really works well for a lot of people. I was like, gulp. (laughs) (laughs) But right now, you can already get three strength-based workouts from Coach Brendan that are going to help you channel your inner athlete. And then we have Nikki Metzger. She is a certified strength coach and 
former Nike master trainer. She, yeah, I know. Isn't that amazing? Now, this is very interesting to me. She recently discovered her true calling as a trainer during the pandemic. So she's new. Wow. How about that? But talk about like baptism by fire. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I hope you like virtual, Nikki, because here you are. (laughs) That's like, uh, hey, this baseball glove looks interesting. I play for the Yankees now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, she says that she loves showing up and serving her community and being a tonal coach is all about that. And then we have Coach Kendall, Coach Kendall Wood. After moving to Los Angeles, Coach Kendall, and now I want to make sure everybody knows this, a.k.a. Coach Woody. So if you hear anybody referring to Woody, it is Kendall, Kendall Wood, goes by Coach Woody. Which means just for balance now, they have to hire a Coach Buzz. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because, you know, Buzz Lightyear. Buzz and Woody. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Coach Woody took a leap of faith and traded a career in digital media for fitness. So that's a pretty big jump. Yeah. Well, now she's bringing her contagious high energy to three new tonal workouts. So they're already on the trainer. You can go check those out. Okay. And then we have Coach Trace. Fitness motivates Coach Trace because it's an opportunity to encourage others to work toward the best versions of themselves. And he's bringing three new workouts also to help you work up a physical and mental sweat. Also, of particular note to myself and you, Tom, he is from Kansas City. Oh, that's relatively close to here. Yeah. That's just like a four hour drive. Super easy. I mean, easy. it's in the fly. It's in the same state. So right. I'll we'll take, take it. it. We'll take it. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I need to try him because he has this. Because I was like, Trace, like Trace Bilou from Mr. Science Theater. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of cultural references in all of their names yes. that you're making. <laughs> I'm like, anything that makes it nerdy, I'll give a shot. Yeah, that works. Hey, whatever works to get you to take a class, Tom, we'll take it. New tonal content. As always, there is tons of new content, so it can kind of walk through that. By yeah. we, I mean you. Yeah, I'm going to go very fast. Sure, but sure. There, there is so much. One of the things I want to highlight, though, is Coach Liz's new ankle mobility clinic. Mm-hmm. I feel like we kind of tend to as a whole, skip over mobility, but it's so, so important to keep moving. Mobility is important to be able to keep moving. And right. so I want to make sure people saw that and give it a try if you haven't. And then there are all kinds of new things. Let's see. We've got athletic sculpt with Coach Nikki. We've got lean legs with Coach Gabby. Warm up flow with Coach Nicolette. Then we have recovery. So this one is a postural perfection with Coach Jared. Lord knows I could use that after sitting on at my computer all day. Yeah. A quick cardio crusher with Coach Woody. Beginner boot camp with Coach Amy. Boxing for beginners with Coach Woody. I can't wait to check that out because that's another coach that's doing boxing. Right. So I want to check that out. And then back to kickboxing, we have Kipora Kicks with Coach Brett. So you have Coach Woody doing boxing and Coach Brett doing boxing. Kickboxing. I think they should fight. You think they should fight? They should fight each other. Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh-oh. That could get scary fast. Well, probably not until COVID is done. We need okay. to make sure that they're following proper fair. COVID protocols. <laughs> and then there's new meditation called Moment of Calm with Coach Allison. There's new yoga, vinyasa for hip mobility with Coach Nikki, more recovery, recovery basics with Coach Jake. So if you're not, you've never really focused on recovery, that'd be a good one to start with. Yeah. Full body Pilates basics with Coach Francis, core heat bar with Coach Francis. That is definitely not for beginners. That's for intermediate. And then there's, let's see, we've got more 
Coach Brendan has Strength for Life. There's Movement Basics with Coach Woody, Endless Summer Body with Coach Trace, Cardio Legs with Coach Trace, Let's Get Pumped with Coach Nikki, Stable Base with Coach Nikki, Balanced Burn with Brendan, Core Challenge with Brendan, Buys and Tries with Coach Woody, (laughs) (laughs) Keep It Coming Crusher, Coach Woody, Break a Sweat with Coach Nikki, and Can You Handle It, Coach Trace, and then more yoga, more flows. This one's a chill flow with Coach Francis, Pilates Powerhouse Cardio with Coach Francis, more new bar, Discovering Your Core, Spino Mobility with Coach Jared, and Release Negativity. Who could not use that (laughs) meditation? That's Coach Nikki and more Kids Camp, new family. This is Karate with Coach Paul. So tons. Like if you're looking for kids content, bar, mobility, yoga, just regular old strength, hit cardio. We got it. Karate, you can add Coach Paul to the Brett and Woody fight. Oh my gosh. It's going to be like an action movie. You You know what they should do is not just have a fight. They should actually have one of those like tournaments where they like because i think that like most of the instructors they're pretty fit so i think they could all join in you know they could all join in and they could fight and then like whoever wins that round goes to the next round and they have like this big thing and we could all bet on them it sounds like a lot of fun it's like tonal fight club yeah yeah (laughs) who can shadow box the other person and I just want to say for all of those new classes i have been seeing tons of good things but especially want to call out, can you handle it? I have seen so many people take that and say very, very good things about how hard it was, but like really, really good workout. Tonal Book Club. Your September book club selection has been announced. Yes, it has. It is Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker, PhD. Because we're tired. <laughs> Seems like a short book. Yep, that got that covered. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> I don't even have a PhD. <laughs> My guess is there's more to it than that. Yeah, I think this is more about improving your sure. sleep, you know, but that book title was probably taken. So <laughs> this gives the why it's important to sleep. How about that? Okay. But I think that, again, this is about improving it. So this will be an interesting book club, I think, to hear what people do today and what they make change, like what kind of changes they make as they go through the process of reading the book, what kind of advice they take and what things they learn from each other. In case you missed it. And the September community challenge is upon us. It is for September. It's going to be hyped up hypertrophy with coach Nicolette. Oof. Yeah, that's a tough one. I've seen you. I'm halfway through it. How's it going, Tom? Uh, well, I talked about how peaked I was at the beginning <laughs> of this episode, and that is why. Yeah, and each of these workouts are pretty long, right? Yeah, the one I did today was 54 minutes. I mean, that's how long it was supposed to be, but it might have been a little longer for me. But she's got you working for a good stretch of time. But yeah, Are there breaks between each move? Well, there are, whether there are or not. Okay, there are for you. So does, are they programmed in? Yeah, I mean, it's she keeps you moving. It's it's not too bad. Like, okay. and, and there's like active recoveries for you to kind of recuperate a little bit. So it's it's not too it's not too terribly bad. I'm I'm making it sound worse than it is. Well, I'm asking because I want to try it, but I haven't been working on the tonal. I've been doing a lot of cardio right. for MetPro, so I'm a little scared of this one. To be honest, I don't know if I should jump in and like just go for it, or if I should like ease into it with something else so we'll see 
but that's why I'm asking. It's gotcha. a totally selfish question. <laughs> but I figure somebody else out there might have questions too. Yeah, totally. But the challenges are really cool because you don't just do these program. You also have all these other things going on all month long. So one of the things that you get is for Facebook Live there are going to be movement technique workshops that Coach Nicolette is going to run. She's going to give you an in-depth guidance on moves like the neutral grip deadlift, the lap pull down, bent over row, overhead press, goblet squat. So you can really get into those moves mm-hmm. and make sure that you're doing them really well. It gives you the confidence to know you're doing them really well. Like I said, there's going to be four of those. So one every week. There's also going to be 30 days of curated workouts. Again, not just the hypertrophy, but also every single day has something. Sometimes it's mobility. Sometimes it's a yoga class. So it's different every day. And you can check out the group. It's called Coach Nicolette's Hyped Up Hypertrophy Challenge. When you go to that group, you can quickly find the calendar under the announcements. You'll be able to follow along. And there's, of course, group accountability. And at the end, there is an end of program celebration that everybody gets to join in. Very cool. Awesome. Also, if you live in the Los Angeles area, Tonal wants to talk to you. Yeah, they are looking for people in the L.A. area, as Tom said, to participate in a 30 to 60 minute market research study. If you qualify and you participate, you will be compensated for your time. Compensation begins at $75 for people that? that complete it. Yes. And there is a link that you need to use to apply. There's a five to 10 minute screening survey that you have to complete in order to see if you're eligible. So that's like step one. And if you do qualify, you can go to the in-store interview at Century City Mall or a focus group at the Jackson Adept Research in Beverly Hills, California. It's going to be August 30th and 31st. So people probably are going to have already missed the date by the time that this airs, but it's pretty cool. And I can't wait to see what they are getting ready to do. Yeah. It makes me wonder what they're researching. I know. I'm also pretty impressed that Coach Jackson has his own marketing firm. You know, Coach Jackson, he just is into all kinds of things. You know, he's got a little dabbling in a little of this, (laughs) dabbling in a little of that. He's like, oh, side hustle. Start a marketing firm. (laughs) I don't think that they're actually related. Okay. Yeah. But we still need to chat about. What's that? We need to chat about this really, really cool new thing that just dropped today for social. Okay. You can connect with friends and get stronger together on Tonal. This is so cool. You can follow people on Tonal and they can follow you. And so now you, whenever you open up the app, Uh you have to make sure you downloaded the most recent version. So it's got to be version 4.0.0 or further if somebody listens to this down the road. Okay. But when you download it, you can have an option to go to your profile. There's like a social tab and you have to change your visibility to be like, show my leaderboard name. Don't make my profile private to be able to participate. Right. And then you can go follow people. So if you already follow them on Facebook and they are using this app, you will automatically be suggested those people. And if not, then all you got to do is go follow this really cool thread that Kate started over on the official Tonal community. Now, she started a really neat flash challenge that what she is trying to do is get as many people on this thread to follow each other as possible. So the goal is 15,000 member-to-member follows in 24 hours. If we make this date, 
then she will randomly select 15 members from the thread to win a tonal gift box. Ooh, fancy. Yes. It's really cool, though, because whenever you have all these friends in your feed, you can see what workouts they did Uh and when they completed them. And then you can like put your like reaction to it. And it's not just like in love. They've got like a strength reaction and a heart reaction and a fire emoji. So like they're really fun. And I love seeing that in my feed. It's very motivating to see what other people are doing. Also, I haven't been using tonal and I became very, very aware of how empty my feed is and i was like totally embarrassed so i need to get some workouts in asap so tom are you going to share are you going to share yours so i can follow you i have to i you have to download the app i've never downloaded the app because i just go to the machine and so i'm going to download the app on your phone okay okay you'll have to figure out how to log me in because i was going to change my screen name and couldn't remember my password it still says brian too You're a mess. Honey. I am a mess. <laughs> hey, I'm lifting. That's that That's, counts for something. It right? does. It counts for a lot. <laughs> a lot. Checking in with the tonal community. So joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Doctor Joseph Wetterhan. Hey, how's it going? I'm, I feel weird. Can I just say Joe? Do I got to say doctor? Dr. Joe? What about that Dr. Works. Joe? Yeah. Okay. Just my wife. She has to call me that. Okay. Uh, Dr. J, yeah. you'll sound like an eat, like a basketball player. Yeah. You, oh, you reach for the sports one there. I it's the only that. one I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, your left hand did that reachy thing. Like, yeah. Basketball, hockey, which one? <laughs> what's he? I only know so. him because he was in all the uh, Hostess Cupcake ads in Marvel comics when i was a kid well thank goodness it had nothing to do with the harlem globe trotters yeah yeah whoa i did know a basketball player that wasn't a harlem globe trotter how about that yeah see you're expanding your sports horizons yeah Yeah. (laughs) so joe (laughs) back to me all right hi (laughs) i am curious how you originally found out about tonal and decided i'm bringing this guy home and how long ago was that so uh, let's see joe's fitness journey i Grew up on a farm as okay. a farm kid. Okay. Uh, farm went broke because farms do that. But grew up doing that kind of stuff. Was in reasonably good shape. Played hockey primarily in baseball. Hockey primarily as a high schooler. And stayed in pretty good shape just through manual labor. Okay. So then life goes on. I go to college medical school, get married, have kids. And found that that time in my life was the least healthy I've ever been. You know, gained weight, couldn't do anything. My son was a little squirt, maybe a little four-year-old, and I couldn't catch him running up a hill one day. Oh. And I said, well, this has to change. Because so I did nothing. <laughs> so I said, this has to change. So I started to run. And then running leads you to think that you need to do more than cardio. So I started to do some resistance training at home, you know, like Star-Lord and Garden Scouts. You know, I bought a boat flex and I committed. <laughs> um and I knew Tom would like that. Um, <laughs> and, you know, just start working out at home, which then leads you to say, this is not sufficient. So you end up going to the gym. And so I became kind of a Y rat for a good 10 years or so, 15 years or so. And then life circumstances change and I'm living far enough away from the Y that it's just not practical to do that. So then I kind of tried to find a way to continue my resistance training at home and was never satisfied, mm-hmm. you know. Primarily because for someone like me, it was hard for me to work out well at home. I have dumbbells, I have bars, I have whatever, but shoulder pain, Mm. no spotter, 
you can't get the weights in position. I was using lighter and lighter weights because I didn't have anybody there to help me. You know, at the Y, you've got the guy who's going to help you put the dumbbells, yeah. you know, in position for a good shoulder press. At home, it's just you try to lift it. Your shoulder hurts like hell. You think you've torn something and you're done. Yeah. So, yeah. I do believe it was a television ad. I don't even remember how I found Tunnel, but I saw that and said, I wonder if this is real <laughs> or if this is just another TV thing. Totally. You know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Because it looks incredible. And so I'm immediately skeptical because I'm skeptical by nature about things. And so I just do my research and I see some reviews and I kind of look at some of the tech specs and I talk to the chief financial officer in the house and she <laughs> gives me the, the thumbs up and she, and she says, if you use it, which I know you will, I think it's a great idea, which is her way of saying, you better do something. Because <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm nine years younger, and I'm not going to have walking around a guy looking like that. Um, so I know the feeling. Yeah. yeah so yeah, no, we you know we live a life, and so that was how I think it was a te- might have been a television ad, but my own personal research. And then we got it. I ordered it mid-pandemic. Mm. I think I ordered it in October. Arrived in December. Installed it. Fell in love with it. Went cross-country skiing with the lovely Mrs. Wetterhahn for as our on our Christmas trip to Lake Placid, New York. Fell, dislocated my elbow. Oh. Yeah, and then that really put the damper on using it with any kind of intensity until probably I really feel like I kind of got doing it in February of this year and been you know very and everything I'd hoped it would be. It is. I mean, it is. A, a, it is very challenging. I hate the AI. It hates me. You know, the constant ratcheting up of the resistance. It's like, come on, just cut me a freaking break on some of these. Um, it doesn't hurt my shoulders. I get the darn things in position and I turn the weight on, the resistance on. I do my lift. I turn the resistance off. There's none of that lurching trying to get away. You know, yeah. I thought it was perfect for a guy like me who doesn't have a spotter to get things in position and was hurting himself trying to work out hard. I'd like to work out hard. I'm not there for toning. Yeah. Okay, you, nothing yeah. wrong with toning. You um, want to make sure it's worth your time. Exactly. And so that's what this has done is just let me work out with a lot of intensity, some pretty good resistance without hurting myself. Do you feel like when you had your injury, did it have any sort of, a, I don't know, like a physical therapy aspect or did you kind of let yourself all the way heal and you didn't need it in that regard? You don't know me at all, so I'm not smart enough to let it heal. <laughs> but um, you're a doctor. Wait, do wait, just, wait, yeah, wait. But that's the worst time. They're the worst, worst patients. Time, though, right? Everybody knows but that. I give, I give great advice. But they don't follow great advice. Um, so I didn't really let this heal super well. Aww. And to this day, I'm wearing kind of a brace when I work out because it's still naggy a little bit. And it's totally thrown off my golf game, which is a whole nother podcast. But anyway, no, I could have. I should have. I guess your question was was both to expose my faults and also to talk about this as a physical therapy type device. But I think this is custom made for people doing their own physical therapy. I mean, my God, a one pound increment, you know, in yeah. unlimited range of motion. If I had a brain in my head, I probably would be all better by now. But instead, it was like it's February and I'm going to lift 60,000 pounds for my birthday. You know, that kind of a thing. So, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I want to talk about that because when we were talking before the show started, before we officially started recording, you said something that I must have misheard that you 
lift once a month 100,000 pounds in one workout. You could not have meant that. So I was getting frustrated by the elbow. And I really wanted to get into high volume workouts. I'd like to do it. We used to like to wood lift a lot of weight. So I said, I'm turning 60 in March, March 11th, if Kate or anybody wants to send me a free t-shirt, um, <laughs> is turn 60. And I want to see if I can do a 60,000 pound workout. Because I was doing 30, 40, that was, wasn't too terrible. So I just do 60. And it really wasn't that hard. I worked out and I got 60,000 pounds in. And then I'm like, well, what's the next step on this? And I thought, I won't, you know, and I'm sure that people have done this. There's no way I'm the first person to do this. I'm certainly nowhere near the strongest guy in the tonal room. So not claiming ever to be the first guy to have done this, but I said, I'm going to do a hundred thousand pounds workout once a month. And, you know, I've done that. I did one actually in March. So March, April, May, June, July. So I've done those five months and I've got, you know, a couple times in August. My record, I think, is 112,000. And I try to do a thousand pounds a minute. I don't do this over the course of an afternoon. My pace is usually about a thousand pounds a minute. It takes me an hour and a half, an hour, 45 minutes, close to two hours when I did the 112. But yeah, I can do a hundred thousand pounds in a workout. And then um, is that the now, only thing you do for the month? Is that how that works? <laughs> no, 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 no. That's just my day. That's just my day. And, you know, when I say I'm not trying to sound like a jerk here, I don't have delayed onset muscle soreness after that. You know, I'll go out and do my day and play golf or do whatever I have to do. And the next day, I'm kind of ready to go back and do what I'm going to do. You know, you're not going to do this doing lateral raises or, you know, you're not going to do this with tricep extensions. You'll be there for a month. right? <laughs> so this is big. Mo- this is squats and deadlifts and rows and bench presses and the big muscle groups. I can't imagine I just die of boredom if I did this with smaller <laughs> muscle groups. So I get it done with big muscle groups. And yeah, I've kind of, you know, maxed out on the squats and the deadlifts and the barbell rows and the upright rows. So it's easier to get there. You know, and I'd like to do shrugs, which is a non-official off-library movement, but that's part of my workout routine. And I can use a high volume of that. So anyway, that's how that's done. Wow. So do you so build yeah, custom work? thousand pounds once a month. Do you What's build that? custom workouts or is there? Almost primarily. Okay. Almost primarily. I'm a terrible guest for you because <laughs> I literally today and only because of you, I completed my first program. <laughs> I've never done a program. Yeah. Because I know what I want to do. Sure. I mean, I, I mean, these, these, okay, first, these total coaches are incredible. I mean, I listened to Coach Liz's last night as I kind of commented, I wish I knew 10% of what she knows. These people know their stuff and they know how to put programs together. Uh, raising the barbell too. That was the only program I've ever done. And I finished it today. And unlike most people whose curves go higher and higher and higher, I think my second week was higher than my last week. And my first week, I was a newbie doing programs. So I actually skipped the first day because it was legs. And I had just done my legs the day before. I thought I'll just do it the next time. But no, you can't do that. You can't go back. <laughs> so I missed a whole day of volume on that. But I got, you know, my total was, I don't know, five, 600,000 for the program, which is fine. But yeah, so I do primarily custom because I know what I want to do. But that's not to disparage the coaches because I think they are incredible. I think that's one of the huge strengths of this machine. Because you can know nothing about resistance training. And I do. And they're going <laughs> yeah. to take you by the hand and say, Tom, you know, 
here's how you start working out. <laughs> yeah. But I just want to say that doesn't make you a terrible guest. That makes you use tonal differently than we do, which is good because yeah. it illustrates how many different ways people yeah. can use tonal. There's not just one way to use yeah. the mm-hmm. machine. Exactly. No. Yeah, you're right. My, not my stepdaughter, who's a D1 athlete, she plays college lacrosse. She has here. She has <laughs> the workout just sitting there that she's supposed to be doing during the summer. And she will do that, adapt tonal to that. And she apparently was the envy of the team because she's got this tonal she can work out on. <laughs> um, you know, I have to buy a hex bar, if anybody knows what that is, because she's supposed to do hex squats. So I literally adapted this hex bar to use on a tonal and got huge amount of abuse from the, those mean kids over on Tonal Fitness Nation um, for that because it really was a, kind of an ugly thing. But that's what she does. She adapts it to that. I feel it's, like it's I saw your post adaptable. about that. I was fascinated. Oh, no. Yeah, I got yeah, to get rid of that. It's just the amount of money I spent so that girl can do hex squats, but it's what she wants to do. And you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's it. cool that the capabilities are there and that you're able to right. do that. And, and that I she's do primarily custom. It. To round back to what Tom, I do primary custom workouts because I know what I want to do. And I wanted to try a program and it was great. And I will probably do another. Workout wise, I try to sprinkle them around from the coaches, but I'm a big P90X alum. And that was the first thing that my wife and I started to do when we transitioned from being Y-Rats to home gym people is we topped on P90X3. And so I really like Tony Horton. I mean, I really like his workouts. I like his banter. I developed an immunity to his sense of humor. Um, <laughs> I said, it's kind of like, I spent a lifetime becoming immune to that. It's like Iocane powder. Tony Horton's <laughs> shtick cannot kill me. Um, so I can listen to it and laugh. And, you know, the guy's two years older than me. So, you know, I can sit there and look at him and say, you know, that's something to aspire to. Someday, two years from now, I hope I have as much hair as he does. It gives me something to aspire to. I wish I had as much hair as he does. <laughs> yeah, I know. Do. Do. That's cool. And, so. you know, I never really thought about that a lot of the exercise programs that are out there don't have coaches that are in their 60s. So I feel like that's kind of mm-hmm. special for Tony well, Horton. And to be doing that on Tonal, like that's forward thinking of Tonal. Tonal is is incredibly inclusive Mm -hmm. body shapes body sizes ages former pro athletes people that you look at and don't think that they would be a coach it's great and i think everybody can find somebody to identify with i I identify with tony horton because of his age and his really bad sense of humor He is kind of goofy. I took one. And I was like, I knew P90X only because it was mentioned in a Bruno Mars song. But uh, but I was just like, like, oh, is that what? Okay, this guy. I'm like, who am I to judge somebody for being goofy? Right. That's true. My wife is not as devoted to tonal. She is not a tonalista that that (laughs) some other people are trademark. But she likes the Tony Horton workouts because it reminds her of, of when we used to do our P90X stuff. Oh, that's they should, nice. No, they should call them Tonal Horton workouts. <laughs> they should call them that. They now I'll trademark you. Tell him that. Do yeah. you guys partner workouts together? Like, do you make the Tony Horton workouts like a partner workout? I don't think you can do the Tony Horton. Or are they not one of the ones workouts. you can do? I might be wrong. Yeah, I can't do them in my house. I might be wrong. So yeah, <laughs> we did one partner workout, and she told me that was an interesting experience, never to be done again. Okay, because we both like to do things quick. Uh, and she didn't like the idea of watching me 
It'll rip through my set at double speed because I know that she doesn't want to watch me do this. So I'm going through it at an incredible pace, <laughs> but it's still, she's like, oh, are you done yet? Oh, God, honey, I just did like 12 bench presses in four seconds. Is that not enough? <laughs> so, yeah. Things so, you don't want to yeah, hear your wife say. One. Yeah, we're one and done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tom? <laughs> You started it. So, um, and then, yeah, I guess you have to be careful because she's your. Crystal, are you going to are you going to watch what he says? No, <laughs> no, she's given up. I okay. have given up. Right. Like he is right. on his own out there. If it gets real <laughs> bad, right. we cut it out. But, okay, good, good. But I guess you have to be careful because you're a physician and she's a PA. You guys work together, so how's that go? Yeah. So you Seen guys live together long. and spend all day together. How are you guys with that? We work in the same office, not in the same, not just same building. We literally share the same office. Her desk is like right there. And we, so we do spend all that time together. Then we come home and have become, you know, like a husband and wife together, having dinner, whatever. But our work and our home life are so interwoven at this point. It's very difficult to tease that out. And I have told her a hundred times I don't know what people do who don't work with their spouse because I'm so used to it and it works so well for us. And not everybody, I'd say that and I can hear the internet rolling its eyes because not everybody is the same, but I can't imagine not working together. I think it would be great. I would love that if I could talk to kind of do. Well, that's true. I mean, there, yeah. there's very rarely an hour that goes by that we're not chatting. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we do the same thing. We have the same specialty. Yeah. We do primary care, family medicine. We work in the hospital. We admit patients. We round on patients. She works in the ICU, the CCU, the ER, just like I do. So she has basically the same skill set I do. I get paid more, but she had, does the same amount of work. It's a great gig. So we can communicate about things that really kind of extra glue for the relationship. Sure. I said that we have had the strangest pillow talk sometimes <laughs> because she will sit there and be thinking about somebody and I'll be like, okay, what's that? Like, okay. I saw this guy today and I'm wondering if I did the right thing with this or, and we'll just start talking about that. But that's what we are. And that's just what we are. Now um, that sounds, that makes a lot of sense. My does. parents owned yeah. a company together. And, you know, they owned a printing company and they were happily married for 35 years. I mean, not to each other, but (laughs) but it happened. Right. So that counts for something, I guess. (laughs) Well, and the other thing is, you know, we live in a really small town. I mean, there's 1500 people maybe where we live. I don't know. Oh, wow. It's a small town. So you have no privacy or anonymity. And so when we go for a run, we will always here the next day or the in the office oh saw you going for a run the other day <laughs> literally last night playing in golf league <laughs> the guy i'm playing against says gee i saw your wife running and you weren't with her yesterday you know <laughs> everything like, well, okay a, right <laughs> yeah right, you piss her right. off what happened <laughs> exactly so i mean the fact that that this guy who i played against once knows that i'm not running with my wife on that day so our work life and our home life become so intertwined that it's very difficult in this situation to imagine it being different. You were describing the town you live in before we started recording. And in my head, I pictured the film Funny Farm with Chevy Chase. Familiar with that? He moves to a small, I think, in upstate New York and 
Yeah, my generation is called Green Acres, but yeah. you kids and your Chevy Chase movies, <laughs> yes. that's okay. <laughs> I watched yeah. Green Acres as well. Um, I was just discussing yeah. the history of Green Acres like two days ago with my 17-year-old. <sighs> yes, yes. And then I went well, on a 10-minute diatribe about but, the rural <laughs> purge. So you don't want to get me started yeah. on the history of sitcoms. Yeah. We will be here um, all day and never get back yeah, to tonal. We will. <laughs> Our small town is very, very northern New York. We're about 45 minutes from Canadian border. We're a short 50-minute drive from Lake Ontario. So we are very north. When people say New York, they think New York City, which nothing wrong with it. It's my favorite city. We love to go to New York. But we're much closer geographically and probably from a mindset to Toronto or Montreal than we are in New York. We're way up there. We're in what they call the snow belt. Wow. And it is, we get a lot of snow. Wow. It's good to be that close to Canada in case you need to make a break for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. Except they've kept us out lately. Yeah. We've not been to Canada in two years. And we used to, that's our recreation. We'll have yeah. to go to Canada. Wow. So, and someday the border will reopen and we'll, we'll all be friends again. Yeah. <laughs> and how yeah. wonderful to have your tonal during the winter when it's all that snow and you can't go outside and... Well, Work yeah, <laughs> yeah, because before you would get up in the morning and there would be two to three feet of snow in your driveway and you would not be able to get to the Y. A hundred thousand okay? pounds of and shoveling. You, <laughs> you could. Yes, you could. You could. But that was a that was a negative incentive to get to the Y. And so, yeah, there's you can't be going out, you know. You can't be having a cup of coffee or two or three or four with your wife, and then you both go downstairs and work out. You just can't. You can't beat that. that you know? Yeah, definitely. She does her thing. She's in great shape. She got in great shape, you know, doing... Kathy Smith, of all things, <laughs> back when she, on a VHS. <laughs> I remember Kathy Smith. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember yeah. that. And she was, and that has been the model that she's always liked to do. So then it became P90X and now there's other peach body type stuff. She kind of likes that. And she will come over and do Tony Horton on the tunnel. I don't like that. And okay. I like tech stuff. So this is right up my alley. So we're in the same space, but we I will occasionally go over and do some of hers because it feels nice to do the same thing. And I like their ab workouts, but we're kind of in the same space, but I'd rather do my tonal than anything. I'm a tech guy. So are you saying that you do the Kathy Smith workouts on the VHS? You still have those? Well, we don't have VHS anymore. And so she actually has that on a DVD, but she's kind of moved a little away from that. Every now and then I think Kathy works her way in. But you know what? It's a, it's a really hard workout. I'm <laughs> laughing, but every now and then I'll just swing on over and there's Kathy wearing her stuff from the 80s. And well, when it's done, it's like, yeah, okay, my legs hurt, but I'm not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the premise is still functional, right? right like it's right. still, you know. I was more just it. like, you're using a VHS to work out? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> no, we move past that. Okay, it's you're on the a, DVD player. Got it. Yes, yes. <laughs> what you kids call the Blu-ray. So. <laughs> That's funny. So I usually only ask this if like we're talking about like on the Peloton side of things, but we have the leaderboard now for Tonal. So do you have the leaderboard? Do you have a leaderboard name? Is it just your name or did you add like an actual leaderboard? I saw, you know, I saw that question. I literally don't know what my leaderboard name is. I (laughs) know it's not clever. Okay. Okay. And I felt bad when you asked that (laughs) because I guess I could be clever. Um, (laughs) I just saw one the other day, Tonal Stark. There you well, go. The I thought, nice. God, that guy's got it. Yeah. And he thought his way through. Some of the leaderboard names are great. And I know that not from the leaderboard, but because of their official tonal community Facebook posts. So you kind of see it there. 
when they post stuff. I don't look at the leaderboard. I think the leaderboard is a great thing. And I think measuring the amount of time people spend on their tunnel is a great way to be inclusive. I don't find that useful for me because I try to do a thousand pounds a minute. I'm not spending a lot of time on a tunnel. You're like okay. the opposite um, of that metric. I'm the anti that. I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever broken the top 2,000. And I think that's when there were 2,003 people who owned them. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've ever, you know, I see these people and I'm in eighth place, fifth place. And I admire that. I admire the heck out of that. You know, Michelle T's who are, who are so well-rounded in what they do. I mean, I'm not. I am really strong and that's it, period. I am not flexible. I am not a good meditator. <laughs> damn it. And I just don't do the rest of that well. So I don't spend that much time on it. Okay. You know, I don't even know where to go to find the leaderboard. Well, that's because you don't have yeah. the app. Oh, okay. That explains it. Yeah. Right. He refuses yeah. to download the I'm app. Like, yeah. Yeah. Eventually, yeah. Maybe. It's on the interweb. Ah. <laughs> so, there. <laughs> And, you know, we have the, you know, can the, I get that on Netscape? You can get that on Netscape. AOL.com. You know, and we still, we also, Peloton is part of our lives too. But ironically, she hates to ride a bike and I don't like to run on a treadmill. So she has a tread and I have the bike and that's our cardio that we tend to put them on mothballs. I literally stopped my Peloton subscription in the summer. Because okay. we'd rather run. Yeah. And then when the snow falls and they don't really take care of the sidewalks here because it'd be too much work, you can't run outside. So that's when we break out the Peloton again. And she runs on the tread, which we love. And she and I do the bike. So like, what is a typical... Because that we love. <laughs> what's a typical week look like for your workouts then? Like five minutes on tonal doing like once doing your thousand pounds? Uh, what is our typical <laughs> workout? Our typical workout is the weekend... We like to run, and then I will try to get one weekend lift in, and then I try to do most of my resistance training during the week. My wife has to start an hour earlier than I do in our office, so twice a week, typically, she will come downstairs and do either Tony Horton on a tunnel, or typically, you know, like a 90-day fix extreme is her thing that she really enjoys the most, so she will do one of those while I'm on a tunnel. My typical is three days on the tonal during the week, one day on the weekend, and then even put my cardio around that. But I get a lot of cardio out of the tonal. You know, my Peloton and I are spending a little time apart. There's nothing wrong with that because there's so much to do on tonal. And I know that's yeah. not how you're using it. You're using right. it because you're lifting. It's not my bike. It's me. Yeah. I let I... my bike know that. So, um, <laughs> Hopefully you let it down I gently. I just kind of left my shoes on it and never came back oh. for a while. But I still use it. I still use it. I like it. I'm not denigrating one bit. I think it's, it's an amazing piece of hardware. And I think their concept is incredible. But I can get my heart rate up on the tonal to the same extent I can on my bike. And... It's a different coaching style. I've it never is. been a big fan of the Peloton coaching style. Okay. Asterisk, I would love. But the, I just don't respond well to the aspirational approach. Not your thing. Um, because I'm a little cynical, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I really admire people that can do that, but that's not for me. Okay. So Tom and I talk about that all the time, about that he gets his heart rate up on the tonal. And we always kind of like are unsure if that really counts as cardio. And mostly because, you know, we've been working on MetPro and 
So the reason I say that is because they're always like, well, you need to do kind of a steady state cardio. And that's really hard to do when you're lifting weights because your your heart rate's up and down a little bit. Like it'll spike when you're doing something real fast and then you might take a yeah, but there's know. But there's benefit from that physiologically. You need both. You train your heart well by making it spike like that. And that's the whole idea behind high intensity interval training. And you also help your body become stronger through the sustained respiratory effort of a steady state. And so I think the best of both worlds is I can spike my heart rate doing a really good aggressive tonal workout and I can do the sustained stuff on my Peloton. That's awesome. Yeah, I feel like people need to hear that because I think it doesn't have to be like so black and white that it's like strength is strength and cardio is cardio and you can't, you know, and I feel like there's not a no. lot of talk about that. So I think yeah. I think it's well, important. You know, everything is so tribal these days anyway. I mean, why can't we just agree that exercise is a good thing. And if you like to do resistance training, you're probably helping your cardio. And if you like to do cardio, you're probably getting stronger legs. And we probably would all be better if we did some of each. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Everybody yeah. wants that perfect formula. Yeah. Like I did it the right. perfect way. They and do. now I will yeah. live forever. Well, and not just that, exactly. but they usually want to get to a certain weight and it's they want to look a certain way. So it's right. what's going to achieve that. It becomes... Well, Right. And you see that on the posts on the tonal community is, you know, I can't wait for my tonal to come. I need, I want to lose 60 pounds and people have done it and they admire the heck out of that. But typically a person is not going to lose a ton of weight just by exclusively changing one part of their life. They can work out really aggressively or they can be strapped themselves to the Peloton or do whatever. But unless they change their eating habits and they change their activity level, you probably aren't going to get to that. It has to be a complete lifestyle readjustment. And buying a tonal and just working out will certainly make you stronger, healthier, and happier, but you're probably not going to lose 60 pounds. There are exceptions. Yeah. Now, your mileage may vary. Yeah. <laughs> All good advice. Absolutely. You should be a doctor. Yeah. yeah. You should do this for I know. I know. I tell my wife that. <laughs> And she's probably like, shut up. All the time. I've been there. Yeah. They're good at that. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have any advice for people that are just getting a tonal? Yes. And I'm a jerk about that. But I literally hit my head against the wall wondering how people could spend $3,000 plus and not know that their handles need to be paired or the bar control module can move or jump into it with an advanced high, you know, I'm going to do raise a barbell to when I haven't done anything in 10 years <laughs> or even done something like this. When you have these amazing programs, I always refer people to starting out with tonal, which teaches you, gee, here's how you move the arms. Here's how you turn the weights on and off. Here's how you adjust. Here's what the different, you know, there are people who have had this thing for weeks or months or longer and don't know about the dynamic resistance modes, which are a game changer because they just dove right in. And so my advice for people is, yes, you're eager and you're super excited. First, don't do the rookie move of buying a bunch of accessories because you probably won't need those fancy handles. Save them for when you're in a little bit of a lull. You know, do something to, to reinvigorate your workout. Don't have them sitting there because you're probably not going to touch them for six months. Just use what comes with the machine and start out with something like starting out with tonal so you know how to use your machine. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you know, I can move the bar control module to the rope. You know, oh, that's why my handles, nothing's happening. I haven't paired them kind of thing. And here's how you work out. 
You yeah. know, she teaches people how to work out. So people, you know, it's all there. That's great advice. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's funny you say that about the different. I kept the rant down too, didn't I? <laughs> you did. You really did. Measured. Yeah. It's funny you say that yeah. about the different yeah. things that attach. We have a thing that hangs there that's kind of like a. It's bent. I don't know what it is. I've never once had to use it. Did it come with the machine, honey? I have no, no idea. What is it? It's, it's, it it's a curling bar, like I had behind me, and they're great. But I don't need it. I yeah. use it because it's easier on my biceps tendons, and I've always used a curling bar. But I certainly didn't need it. If I renewed a tonal, I wouldn't use it. Yeah. 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 I've never touched it. It's just always, I need, I should probably move it. It's just in the way when I'm trying to hang up <laughs> yeah. the other things. I'm always working <laughs> yeah. around. I should move it to the other end where we never go. Right. You right. should. But again, I was a Y rat for 10, 15 years. I used every kind of thing they had there. So I didn't want to lose any of that. So that's why I've got all the different handles and all different stuff because frankly, I can do all that here. Yeah. yeah, and that makes sense. Yeah. Definitely. I don't need any of that. Okay. No, I'm not. Not good yet. Enough. No not one, yet, Tom. No one needs any of that. And you see people say, "Getting my tonal in three months. What should I buy in the meantime?" Yeah, you don't need to. No, yeah. don't. I agree. I buy definitely T-locks because you can never find them babies. Yeah, but buy some T-locks and put them away. <laughs> if but nothing else, you can that. resell them for twice their. Exactly. <laughs> 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 you can pay the twenty dollars shipping fee. It's like um, getting a good rookie yeah. card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you mentioned when we were going back and forth about setting up this interview, you mentioned that you guys have like courses that you do as part of your practice. And it's like helping people understand how to cook well and things like that. I'm really curious about that. So it's called culinary medicine, which is this concept that you can use food to augment medical care. Not to replace it. This is not cinnamon can cure diabetes or, <laughs> you know, tarragon can make cancer go away. This is saying if you eat good whole foods prepared in a healthy way, you will need less prescription medication and you will find yourself in a healthier way. And this comes from the idea that, frankly, people don't generally cook as much as they used to. Okay? Yeah. So Harvard, the public health school at Harvard, started these things called teaching kitchens which is teaching medical providers how to teach patients how to cook. And then, which sounds very frou-frou, but <laughs> is actually incredibly pragmatic. And what it is, is we took some courses out in Napa. That was hard. Um, <laughs> learned how to apply this. And then, so in our office, a little rural office up in the middle of nowhere, patients could come in and our hospital pays for all this. It's entirely free. They will come in and have a three-hour cooking class Usually we're on a Mediterranean diet because it's such a healthy diet, but teaching simple techniques like, well, let's learn how to roast these vegetables rather than steam or boil them. Okay. Let's deal with fish because everybody's afraid of fish. Okay. So let's make sure we have a good fish dish or seafood dish. And we bring in, we have an excellent nutritionist. She's wonderful. She comes almost all of them on her own time. We teach medical students and residents at the hospital. They come and both do dishes for us, which is key, but also I assign them a topic. So they might want to talk about the health benefits of faro or the difference between farm-raised and wild salmon. Mm-hmm. And so we get them involved that way. And it's been immensely successful. Our hospital was very generous. They bought teaching cooking stations like restaurant-grade nice sets, cutting wow. boards, whisks, whatever, for 12 learners you know, we quickly had to expand to 22 because we had so many people signing up and they were terrific. Um, wow. And then COVID hit. Oh. Um, and so they've been mothballed until we get past this mess and then we will do them again. But the idea is when we say to people, someone says, I don't eat breakfast. So then we probe, why not? 
Why don't you eat breakfast? Well, I don't have time. Okay. Let me talk to you about a couple things that you can do that will have a good breakfast. I'm going to teach you how to make chia seed yogurt, okay, or overnight oats. And I will hand them recipes. It's unusual for a patient to leave my exam room without a recipe <laughs> because I will say, I'm serious. No, well, I because, think it's great. I love it. very practical stuff. Yeah. It is, oh, you say you don't have time for breakfast. Here, just take this home. Buy, go across the street to the Topps grocery store. And again, we buy everything at our local grocery store. If you have to go to 60 miles to Whole Foods or Trader Joe's, that's not going to work. Right. So if I can't buy it across the street, we don't use it. So go across the street, you know, buy some oats, buy some almond milk. Here's the recipe. Stir this together. You know, in the morning when you get up, you'll be able to put this in the microwave, heat it up and go. And off they go. I'm not spending all day because I got medicine to do for a living. But they're leaving. I'm probing for something that's keeping them from cooking, not eating, but cooking in a way that helps their health. And we are finding stuff. I mean, I had a patient who is a nurse who revealed to me that she's been married for 30 years and they have never turned on their stove or oven. What? Everything they've eaten their entire married life is takeout or microwave. Wow. And she was a nurse and she just admit that. But yeah, there's people out there where you're getting hit on all sides. The dollar store phenomenon. Walk yeah. into a dollar store someday and look what's near the register. Full of little Debbie snack cakes, mm -hmm. convenience foods, you know, meat products that are full of salt, things that you can get and consume that's prepared that are terrible for you. Yeah. But people are buying more and more of the groceries at dollar stores, which is really cutting into the ability for real grocery stores to provide good food sources for people. Wow. I think I soapbox there. Mm -hmm. I soapbox there. So. <laughs> well, you provided information yes. for people. But is there like a, a local search that people could do to see if there's programs in their area like you're providing? Because I think that could be helpful for a lot well, of people. Yeah, absolutely. And I would just search culinary medicine or teaching kitchens. I would do teaching kitchens and then put your state. Okay. Because, you know, right now, and they're not many. I mean, this is, you know, who has teaching kitchens? Google has a teaching kitchen. <laughs> Apple has a teaching right. kitchen. Okay. Yeah. Harvard. Right. Stanford, you know. Adams, New York, you know, Samaritan Family Health Office in Adams, you're not going to expect you're going to find a teaching kitchen. But the aim of this movement is you're going to find these spread out into primary care areas. And, you know, we've gone to these courses Harvard puts on and every time there's more and more people because people are realizing it's actually a really good way to connect with their patients and try to make them healthy. That's wonderful. I think that's really great. Um, I feel like one of the things that Tom and I have learned through doing MetPro is like a different relationship with food because mm -hmm. we typically would do a lot of, I wouldn't call it, we didn't eat out like all the time, but what we did do was have like quick foods that were prepackaged, a lot of that. And I feel like we do a lot less of that now. Yeah. And I feel like I yeah. personally enjoy the food better and more than I would have expected. So I think that that yeah. could be really helpful for a lot of people. It is. It's interesting that the lifestyle measure that correlates the most with good health, they used to think it was how much time you spent a day actually cooking. Hmm. It turns out it's actually refined. It's actually how much time do you spend doing your dishes? And you can correlate your, your health to that <laughs> because the more time you spend doing dishes means you didn't buy prepared food. Right. You chopped. You sauteed. We are crushing you know, you it, Tom. Yes, because we, we are crushing yeah, it. We're always fighting the battle of keeping the sink empty because we, right, we okay, just bought so a whole new dishwasher yes. because the other that, one was so there's bad. There's nothing that's pre-prepared. Yeah. Yes, you know, You're exactly. making your own salad dressings rather yep. than buy glub, glub, glub out of a bottle. Yeah. Okay. So when people, so the, if you look at that pile of dishes and say, well, I wish it were my turn. 
it does correlate with the fact that you're making tremendous inroads into improving the way that you're fueling your body. That's awesome. Um, and so, yeah. It's good to know. Absolutely. Makes cool. you feel better, doesn't it, with it, all those dishes? Yeah, it does. It does. Finally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something yeah. good about a, the dishes. A fresh perspective. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. Before we let you go, yeah. where can people find you on social media if you would like to be found? They can't find me on social media. Awesome. I'm antisocial. I don't okay. blame you. I, don't, I mean, it. I have an Instagram account just because I was goofing with the kids one day. They list me as a paper salesman. Um, <laughs> for Dunder Mifflin? I don't. <laughs> Well, there's a longer story, but it's not that. And then I, I'm not a social media guy. I'm just a kind of a hermit guy up here in the North Country. Okay. Doing my thing. Okay. Well, enjoy. It sounds like a nice life. Yeah. It does. It sounds wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank you yeah, for, for taking a that. step away from your yeah. wonderful life and yeah. joining us yeah, here. <laughs> I got to go up and cook now. <laughs> us too. Yeah, we do too. Well, I hope yeah. you have a wonderful yeah. dinner and uh, thank you yeah, so thank much you. for doing this. Yeah, I appreciate it very much. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next time, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at Crystal D. O'Keefe at Facebook.com. They can also find me on the Tonal app under Clip Out Crystal. And if you would like to follow me on social media, I am over on Instagram and Twitter at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash Superset Podcast while you're there. Like the page, join the group. And don't forget, wherever you're getting your podcast from, be sure and subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep lifting. Superset is made possible in part by support from Tonal.